Welcome to the Echo Cast. How you doing, people? Episode 40. Are we there yet? I felt like that was an appropriate name for this episode because by the time you hear this, it's probably going to be January of 2019. And what else comes out in 2019? Well, Anthem, of course, probably some more Destiny 2 DLC that will definitely be appropriately priced, no doubt. Cyberpunk, Madden, FIFA, but that's it, right? Nothing else? Oh, but I believe there's this little sequel coming out. The Multiplication 3, The Divisible 1.5, or is it The Division 2? Well, it's obviously The Division 2. It's probably why you're here. Well, here we go. Content updates. This felt like a pointless thing for me to say, but it's on my, it's on my script, so let's do it. Holiday streaming. By the time you hear this, it's over. But I did try to, um, <laughs> I tried to stream a little bit more uh, during. I took a, some time off, about a week and a half, and was able to stream a lot more, hang out with uh, Bay Diesel a bit, and go from there. It was nice. I hope everyone's enjoyed it. I do plan on getting back to four or five streams a week uh, as we lead up to Division Two and afterwards. I had said quite a while ago that while I doubt I would, I'll be able to get partnership this year. Uh, I think this could be a good year to really push hard towards that for 2020 to maybe make that happen. Assuming all of the all of the cards are still in order and and this is still a thing I'm I'm able to keep doing as we as we go on. So so there's that. Uh, I obviously will keep focusing on division. Um, I do think I'll be doing more split streams where I start with division, maybe end with some blackout siege, maybe something else. I did get a escape from Tarkov 14 day code. Thank you very much. You know who you are. Um, it's cool. Uh, that game just gives me a lot of anxiety. <laughs> I don't deal with that well. So yeah, we'll see about that, but definitely division focused. Uh, anyone who's watched recently knows I'm doing a lot of commendation streams and stuff like that. I, I really want to do skirmish, uh, not skirmish. I really want to do survival. Um, but I, you know, I've commented before that that kind of has gotten played out a bit by people pretending like it didn't exist for the last year and a half, um, which is cool. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I just feel like uh, it became kind of the default for all division streamers. And for me, I don't mind playing it still. Um, I definitely can't watch people do it anymore. Um, but that's partially because when I first started watching streams, I watched a streamer who only did survival, like right after survival came out for like a year. <laughs> so um, I guess to me, it's just old news, but I'm glad that other people are, are enjoying it and discovering it. Um, but I do think it's kind of dying off a bit. So trying to figure out what I'm going to do in division has become a little bit tougher. 
obviously with the betas coming up and the eventual release of Division 2, uh, it's going to be pretty obvious with, with that, with actual Division 1 gameplay. Uh, I suspect it's going to get a bit of a stretch by March, but that's okay. Um, the last thing, and probably the most important thing, in my opinion, is the Autism Speaks uh, stream uh, I'm going to do. Uh, we did one, I believe, around in March and raised about 1200 bucks in about 11 hours. Uh, we're going to shoot to beat that. Uh, I have a goal of 2000 but uh, you know, even a dollar above last year would be progress, and I think that's great. And uh, that will start on April 12th at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, which should be reasonable for most people. Um, I'll, I'll stream as long as I can, basically, or, or, or basically as long as I need to. I'll probably break games up into two or three hour chunks and bounce around and play a few different things. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Stay of the game recap. This is about to sound like a recording. No stay of the game. Totally understandable this week. Most people, or all of them, are on vacation. And, you know, they're people too. They need their time off. And being a European-based company, they have very nice vacation rules, especially in Malmo. Um, I'm going to say it again, and this won't be the last time until we get the info. We need clarification on Stashbox, additional activities, anti-cheat on PC, and so on and so forth. Whether or not any of these answers have been given privately or in behind NDAs and so on, it doesn't matter. Because while information like that may satisfy some people, um, at the end of the day, it, you know, the majority of people don't have that info. It's, it's a thing that they're worried about. And um, I there is zero reason at this point um, for the stash space, additional activities, anti-cheat and all of those things. There's no reason for them not to be explained at this point. It's, it's all finalized. It's probably been so for a while. Um, it's, it's just keeping money out of their pocket. People want to pre-order. They want to promote, they want to get excited, but until those things are answered, um, there's not a majority. I'm sure most people don't care. I don't care. I pre-ordered, obviously, um, but I do care in the sense that I care a lot less about, this, this sounds bad, but about people being treated fairly and stuff because the people buying this game are adults. They, they should be able to figure this stuff out, but what I actually care about more is the health of the game and the perception of the game. Uh, as someone who wants it to be successful so that they can enjoy it with lots of people and stream it and make content for it. I, I want it to be successful and I, and I think it will be, but I think that they're um, hindering the game via a lack of information. Um, information that I truly believe is going to be fine. Information that I have a pretty good feeling when we find out about the stash space and the additional activities and the anti-cheat and this other stuff, it's probably going to be good news. But I have no, but that makes it even more um, flabbergasting why they haven't revealed it. I totally understand why we haven't gotten information about the story, game mechanics, stuff like that. That's fine. Wow us with that right before the game comes out. Get everyone pumped. But the stuff that's keeping people from wanting to play. 
the stuff that really should, you know, even the people like me who have pre-ordered already should really have access to some of this information. It needs to come out. I'm going to keep saying it until it does. Whether anyone listens, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, in one example, I'm happy I can point out, not a total shill, 100% willing to call this out. Um, and I think it's bullcrap at this point. It's stupid that it's taken this long. But hopefully soon. Division news. Well, we did not really get much as far as I know. At least I didn't see much. Um, like I said, everyone's off for the holidays. It's all good. I totally understand. If anything, I'm happy for them. I hope they are all enjoying uh, probably the last bit of calm before the storm. Uh, when they go back and things start rolling out, people start complaining and getting happy and in the, in the full range of emotions I'm sure everyone's going to feel. That said, um, you know, I've been a big defender of the lack of information. I, I know that Julian Garrity offhandedly made uh, answer the question at Ubi Day saying that we'd be getting division or a DZ info in December. Well, that video has been taken down. It's gone. And um, that definitely seemed more like him kind of giving an off-the-cuff answer and not really put, putting out a press release. Uh, so it seems that either he was mistaken, plans changed. I think he was talking about that, uh, the streamer content creator event that happened at Red Storm and Massive. Uh, and maybe he didn't realize that wasn't going to be a public event or, or not publicly you know, discussed. Uh, so whatever it is, we didn't get the information. Um, the, the whole idea of releasing information about a game coming out in March during the holiday season when there's a thousand other games that are already out promoting themselves, pushing hard for holiday sales and stuff like that. It doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to try to compete with that when they know that as of today or as of the last few days, all of that dies off. And now it's a clear run until the release of division two. So what that means is that despite the fact that I've been understanding of that and been trying to preach that word a bit, we're past that now and now we need info i assume these guys are all going back to work this week or next week i assume the people doing the marketing and the pr even are probably already back to work and uh it's time to get some info um, i don't necessarily i, I don't want spoilers I'm, I'm perfectly happy for them to hold back maybe some big treats for us the first time we open up the game um but at this point you know we need news fast it needs to be awesome and they and we need to start getting excited we need trailers we need gameplay we need some explanation of new mechanics um new mechanics i'm actually okay if they don't talk about them until the, until the game comes out but changed mechanics the gear how gear has changed how the dz has changed how pvp has been changed how guns are different how attachments are different how you know how the things that are different could be such good things for them to discuss the the rogue system and the dz um, how clans will work you know clans are a thing that we need information about it now so people can plan ahead can we only join one clan we'll talk about clans here in a minute i, I have that in the speculation but you know there's there's a lot of information i'm more than happy for them to keep and not tell us until the game comes out because i want this to be an exciting fun ex uh, situation uh, a release that is exciting when i turn on the game the first time i i hope to be surprised 
but there's so much stuff that they can give us um, to get people pumped and to get people excited whether it's mundane stuff like explaining the stash space and um, I don't know things like the pre-orders and you know all of that or if it's or if it's more game related stuff like like I said mechanics DZ all of that they also just really really need to be very clear about the information because while I think the vast majority of people, even those who are hesitant, are still excited. Um, you know, I, I speak on it often, but there's a large subset, not large, it's actually pretty tiny, but it's a very vocal subset of the community who wants the game to fail, who wants stuff to be bad. They want it to release in a bad state so they can point their fingers and say, I told you so, and Division 1.5, and you know, blah, blah, blah. They, they need to make sure that while those people are going to find something to say no matter what, they definitely need to do a good job of making sure uh, that it's hard for them to do that by giving us clear and simple information and making it easy to, you know, if someone makes a video claiming something that's clearly wrong or sensational or just false, um, to be able to say, no, you're, you're wrong. You know, they gave us this information. This is what they, this is what's actually happening. Not this goofy, all capitalized YouTube video with stupid thumbnail, you know, you know, game is dead already, dead on arrival, you know. Um, they, they just need to be clear because there's been plenty of opportunities during Division 1 where they basically handed people um, an easy opportunity to complain and moan and groan. Uh, while I've uh, honestly had fun fighting that and trying to help, you know, other people recognize when people are full of crap uh, and just trying to uh, get attention. Um, you know, they, they can do a lot of that on their own simply by just giving us accurate and clear information. So we shall see. So this kind of runs into the speculation and discussion straight up. I'm running out of stuff to talk about <laughs> uh, doing the solo podcast and uh, you know, I love listening to the sit rep guys. I love listening to bombshell and the other podcasts when they're up because they can all kind of riff off each other. Uh, I think I'm the only one who does a solo cast. Genuinely can't believe people want to listen to me ramble. I appreciate those of you who do though. Um, so for me, I find it a little, I find it tough, especially right now, but I've decided to pick basically three random topics. I'm going to talk about community toxicity came up this morning, figure I'd riff on it a bit clans and concerns that I have uh, three different topics here. So the community toxicity, the reason I even added this kind of at the last minute is um, one of the developers, Frederick Thylander posted this nice, simple, sweet message on Twitter today of, I hope everyone has a great new year. You know, I'm paraphrasing. You know, my one hope is that, you know, gaming, toxicity and stuff like that can you people can remember why they're playing these games it's for fun it's a hobby it's supposed to be a good thing and uh and someone responded to him with this 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 silly i thought of like four different words to describe it the silly response of saying it's you know you made the most toxic game and and it's just well i'll say is that in any situation in life if you're constantly thinking to yourself 
that everyone you deal with is an asshole or is toxic or is mean or is nasty. There's this thing called the common denominator. And what I've found, whether it's in my personal life, at work, in my group, in my group of friends in real life, when I was in college or now or in high school, um, either with myself or with other people, I found that when someone thinks that everyone or everyone is mean or nasty or toxic, it may mean a few things. Maybe they are. Maybe, maybe you know. Maybe you are yourself. Maybe you're associating with a uh, with people who fit that description uh, exclusively. Uh, you know, like the whole idea of you know going out of your way to make a nasty comment on this otherwise peaceful and you know personal and nice message. You know, maybe there's a little hypocrisy there or a little irony, however you see it. The long story, long story short, is that every group is always going to have its bad apples, right? Every single group of any type, not just in games, teams, groups, countries, whatever. And what I've tended to find is that you, you, you tend to be what you keep and I genuinely believe from experiencing a pretty large uh, swath of this community be it in the console community PC on Twitter on Xbox on Reddit all over the place it's a tiny percentage of this community who I think anyone could describe as toxic Um, now the thing to keep in mind is that that small percentage uh, tends to keep to itself uh, in, in a way that they're all fans of each other right so those people absolutely think the community's toxic because that's the only people they deal with the same uh, could be said for me I mostly try to associate with people who maybe not always positive but are at least reasonable and thoughtful and logical can explain their opinions when they're negative or positive and that leads me to believe that the vast majority of people are overall friendly, nice, decent, normal people, uh, and and recognize the toxic part of this community as well as any other uh, to be pretty tiny, but real loud and real annoying. <laughs> but but they're there; they're not going to go anywhere, and that's fine. Uh, but definitely, what you know, Frederick's whole message was just that you know, maybe people can remember that this isn't about you know, who's right, who's wrong. Um, it's not about, you know, messaging devs on their holidays personally and attacking them. Uh, it might just be about just enjoying the games. And if you don't enjoy them, stop enjoying them. Stop playing them. Vote with your money. Vote with your time. I've had a theory for a long time that people who don't like this game have spent way more time talking about it than the ones who do like it. (laughs) But what do I know? That said, one thing I'm excited for in Division 2 that I think will help community-wise, good lord I hope, is the clan system. Um, We've spoken on the clan system a bit. Um, We really know very little about it at this point. Um, 
what I'm hoping for is a Destiny 2-ish system. And that said, way more. Because anyone who is a big Destiny 2 fan who listens to this probably just cringed. Um, I'm, I couldn't. I had to give up on Destiny 2. I like the game. I think it's a good game. Um, I also think it's just boring as sin. I can't. I. That's a whole different story. But it's fine. It's a great game. I get why people like it. But one thing I, I pretty consistently see, especially people who are fans of Division and Destiny, is that when those people talk about Destiny 2 and its clans, they basically talk about how you know how flawed it is and how much how how it's too simple and how there should be more. So I like the Destiny 2 system as a base. My biggest issue is that I don't have a lot of experience with clans and stuff. Um, I was part of a what you would call an actual clan of players in college for Call of Duty 4 um, where we competed on battlegrounds and stuff like that and actually we're fairly good but that's kind of a different thing. Um, the closest thing I have to what I think we'll see in Division 2 is something like Battlefield 4 where it had the online system where you would you know, join a clan or request to join or make one and you could, you could manage it and invite people and kick people out and do everything. Um, I believe it was mostly managed on the browser. Um, and I believe you could like find your fellow clan mates and stuff and games and such. What I think is interesting is that we, we, we already know there will be no official app for division two. It seems that there's been some hush-hush lack of response when asked about maybe an API for private or or for independent apps or websites or whatever, Um, which would be cool, but I'm also not super worried about it. The division stat tracker website, you know, has always been incredibly wrong for me. Um, So I think it'd be really great if they had an API so they could actually get correct information. Um, But since I play offline a lot, um, those websites are actually pretty awful. So with, with the lack of an actual app, I'm hoping for one of two things. I'm I'm really hoping that either, um, the end game management of the clans is very extensive and detailed and interesting uh, and good. Um, that's probably the easiest solution. What I'm really hoping for is that there um, is is also a web-based way to manage. Um, you know, I would say and or, but really, I think both would be ideal uh, because when it comes to managing the clan purely in game, it, it just seems like it would be so ripe to have some way to even if it's relatively simple stuff. And we, we don't know how deep this clan system is gonna be. We don't know if it's basically just gonna be a way for people to, like in Destiny 2, just earn some rewards together, see who's on, you know, stuff like that. Or if there's gonna be more to it and like competition with other clans or, you know, whatever, whatever it's gonna be. I mean, we just don't know. Again, this goes back to the previous point about how, you know, this is one of those things where I, I really think they shouldn't keep too many secrets with, with the clans it's one of those things that i don't think can hurt uh you know the the story or any surprises in the game Uh, literally i think it can only help people plan and stuff like that 
I just, I just think, you know, I hope this is going to be a good thing. Now, one thing to keep in mind is that kind of in my previous talk topic about the toxicity and things like that, um, just be aware there's going to be <laughs> those, those enclaves of people who uh, maybe aren't the fun, the most fun people to deal with, uh, who are going to make clans and that's going to be their deal. And that's just the way it's going to be. Um, I'm curious to how those clans are going to be monitored, if they're going to be controlled at all, or if it's going to be a free market. Um, you know, there's a lot of things about clans I think are going to be interesting. And I'm, I'm really curious to how deep it's going to be and how far it's going to go. I, I think most people by now have realized that a big part of the reason for the clans to even exist is because we're going to have these eight man raids. And right now it can be hard to find four people to play some game modes, let alone find eight to do some coordinated, heavily challenging activity. Um, you know, I would prefer to be able to do these things with uh, seven people I know. Uh, and if the game is successful from the start, hopefully that won't be too hard. Uh, because the whole idea is hopefully the game comes out, it's in pretty good shape, probably won't be perfect, that's okay. We'll talk about that here in a moment uh, but keeping enough people and, and having enough people stick around or be willing to return with new content that uh, getting raid teams together isn't hard so we'll see we will see uh, the last part of the podcast today I was gonna it's just kind of some concerns I think um, I'm I've made it pretty vocal in the, in the last few months, especially that you're going to find it. I'm going to be pretty hard pressed to really, you know, having sleepless nights over the issues that division two will or won't have, you know, over my time being involved in the community and doing this stuff, I've um, started to kind of realize that like in my real life, I've seen real problems. I was a child protective worker for a while. I've been involved with things like law enforcement and stuff like that. And even in my current job, while it's rather peaceful, I see some bad stuff, right? And what I don't understand, and I won't, and so that's fine, is that... These issues are so minuscule that we deal with. Nomad still being a, a cheap, lame thing in Division 1. Should it be fixed? Sure. Why not? Is it something I'm going to lose sleep over or throw a fit about every day? No. Real issues out there. That isn't one of them. And... I, I just think concerns, you know, the the amount of... I mean, I see people post on Twitter, you know, almost every day that they're like very concerned. They're worried. It's like, well, you know, that's fair. Express your concerns, you know, throw them out there. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think at times maybe um, some of it is a bit overblown. Maybe maybe the, the word I'm thinking of. Uh, that said, uh, kind of a, a combination of the things I feel like I've seen the, the main concerns I've seen is just the biggest thing seems to be people just worried about the same issues that we had in Division 1. Bugs and glitches and exploits, things like that. Uh, for me, my concern is that if there are any of those issues, 
that one, they won't be communicated very quickly and clearly, um, and that the people who use them or benefit from them won't be harshly punished. Um, you know, things like, you know, exploiting things to get full, you know, green gear, you know, or full, you know, high-end gear or, or gear sets in the, at the beginning of Division 1 when you know, people were abusing Bullet King and Falcons Lost and stuff. I really wish that they would have fixed those problems and then done a gear wipe and just said, sorry, people, but too many people abused it. Too many people have jumped so far ahead of the pack uh, due to the cheating, which is what it was that we're just going to do a gear wipe or a gear reset or something. And we're going to, you know, set this thing straight. Uh, and this is a warning. If people decide to go do this again, we'll do it again if we have to. Um, I, I think that the backlash wouldn't have been fun for them to deal with, but I think that many of the fundamental things that they were trying to do with Division 1 may have actually happened uh, with gear scarcity and things like that, rather than them just kind of let the people get away with it and then just give gear to everyone, <laughs> uh, which, you know, kind of changed the game in a lot of ways, in, in worse ways, in my opinion. Um, you know, the thing that people need to remember too, the thing I'm concerned about community wise is that there's going to be this big rush of big streamers and content creators and stuff, which I'm fine with, whatever. Broman's going to come in, Gatholian's going to come in, you know, Summit's going to come in. That's cool. Good for them. They're going to help sell a bunch of copies of the game. Hopefully they enjoy it. Stick around a minute. Don't just bump out after a week onto the next thing. But, um... When, when those people leave uh, eventually or or even just in the vacuum they create by coming in people are going to be filling that in right so current content creators for division ones who were but have left uh, and new ones which i think is great i can't wait to see who comes up uh, i know for a fact there's probably gonna be a hundred people that will just slide right past me and that's great i'm, I'm excited for them I, if they make good content right um you know, I'm extremely leery of people coming back to the game who left under dubious circumstances. Um, you know, I don't have a problem at all with people who just got bored or got busy, um, you know, leaving the game because they had to, or just, you know, they just kind of lost the fire and that's fine. Um, but there's going to be a lot of people who come back, um, who were maybe a little shady in the way they left who moaned and groaned and complained and bitched and moaned constantly, who are going to come back and, you know, with those partnership dreams in their eyes and, and can't wait to come back and, and be a positive member of the community until the day they come back and they're the same as they were before. You know, if, if you like those people, if these people are people that you enjoy and you also enjoy me, go nuts. Um, just, I'm just going to caution people, whether it's, you apply this to me or anyone else just um just have your bs detectors on full blast when division two comes out because there's going to be a lot of people who come back looking for a money ticket people who maybe even went out on a money ticket uh, maybe cashed in a bit and then headed out for a while and just just have your character detectors on um and if that means that you don't want to deal with me anymore, you see me change, totally fair. I'm okay with that. I don't expect that to happen, but I think it's only fair to point it out. Could be me too. Um, so with me, I'm definitely way more worried about like the community side of things. Um, 
because there, there's not too many leaders in the community. Um, and, and it's a fractured community, right? Like, it's not like we're one big community. I, I see people kind of talk like that here and there. That's, that's not a thing. This is hundreds of communities that maybe, you know, interact a bit, maybe overlap quite a bit. But there's like significant parts of the community who I've never even heard of. And they're huge. They're big. They're significant. Um, and, and I just, and I see very few leaders, you know, I see lots of good people, but I see very few people who I really think are there, you know, for all the right reasons. And maybe I'm not even included in that. That's probably up to you. So there's that. What I will say before we wrap things up here is I'm really hopeful, especially for the actual game. I I've been saying for a while, I truly believe division two will kind of be the the um the crescendo or the the result of all of the lessons learned from division one uh whether it comes from you know a, a community standpoint of them learning how to interact with us us kind of sorting ourselves out as people do when it comes to them balancing the game and implementing changes and fixing things and working on things and uh, just stuff that they've put in that we've asked for or taken out things that no one liked. Uh, I, I genuinely believe that this game's going to fulfill that. Uh, I think at the end of the day, the cream will rise in the community that the, whether they're new people or old people or people coming back, you know, the good ones will be successful and, and some of the bad ones will be too, but you know, not for the, you know, not in the same way. And, um, I'm really excited to see who makes some great content, uh, new and old. I'm really excited to, uh, to see if the people who have risen up in the last few months under some interesting circumstances stick around and continue to be successful. And, um, all the streamers and stuff like that. I, I'm excited to see that directory on March 12th and March 15th, or even during the betas, to be totally honest. I'm, I'm really curious to see what that, uh, what that directory is going to be, going to be like. And, and even if I'm down there, you know, swimming at the bottom, I'm perfectly fine. I'm, I'm excited for the devs to show off their baby. I'm excited for the players to see the new stuff. I'm excited myself to get to play the new stuff. And, I'm just uh, I'm just excited for this journey. I think as much for the devs as their winter break was a calm before the storm, I think it's going to be for us as a community as well. Whether you consider yourself part of my community or the community at large or just the gaming community or whatever, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So I'll apologize if this episode seemed a little negative. It really wasn't meant to be. Uh, but, you know, I feel like not everything we're going to talk about over the next year or more is always going to be fun. And sometimes I just have stuff to get off my chest. Sometimes there's going to be actual issues to deal with directly. Uh, and sometimes maybe I'll just be spouting out at the mouth about something. Either way, it's going to be okay. We'll do it. With that said... If you're watching this on YouTube, I would really appreciate you to comment or ask questions down below. Subscribe if you will. If you're listening to this on iTunes, reviews on iTunes are huge for me. It means that they promote me more. It means they show off the the, the, the podcast more. It helps me out. It gives me feedback. I read every one of them. I like to see what you have to say. 
constructive criticism is best criticism, but you know, you're going to do what you do. If you have any questions or topics that you want me to address on the, on the podcast, hit me up on Twitter or discord. There should be links to both somewhere that you're looking. You can find the echo cast on anchor iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. You want to support me or the podcast or anything else I do. You can be a supporter on anchor sort of like Patreon or on Twitch. You can sub drop bits, drop tips, do whatever you want. Nothing's ever required. Just your attention is all I really want. You can find me on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch as Bond Diesel. You can find me on Instagram as Bond Diesel underscore Twitch. Thank you for listening. If you're new, I hope you liked it. I hope you return. If you're old, thank you for coming back once again. That said, until next time. <laughs>